0: Taking the Long View, July 27, 2023, Facebook Releases, First Studies from 2020 Research. Welcome to the first edition of Taking the Long View. As part of the revamping of my newsletter, I'm on a new posting schedule where Wednesdays will be a longer analysis-type piece. If you missed it yesterday, I released my second quarterly trends report. Thursdays will be the calendar of events, where I try to highlight the events you might not know about but should pay attention to, both in the short and long term, Sundays will be the stories I found interesting from the week. I purposely waited to send this until 2 p.m. Eastern today because, since the day I started this newsletter, I've had one thing that's consistently on my topics to keep an eye on: section Facebook's 2020 election research. This is an unprecedented effort Facebook undertook with researchers to understand the impact of Facebook and Instagram on key political attitudes and behaviors during the U.S. 2020 elections. And today, four of the studies were released. You can read more about them here. Some of my key takeaways from them are, this research is unprecedented. It's important to remember how unique it is for a platform to open up to researchers in this way voluntarily. This took forever to release because both Meta and the researchers wanted to do this the right way. Results show the real trade-offs companies face. Making algorithmic changes to reduce certain types of content is not simple. They can reduce some good things and amplify bad ones and vice versa. So choices have to be made. Polarization can't be studied in a vacuum. Many of the results for these four studies show that the changes made to people's feeds ultimately didn't affect their beliefs and opinions. People's political preferences are influenced by many factors, online and offline. Social media plays a role. Bad actors can manipulate it, but social media alone is not to blame for all our woes. Assumptions are being challenged. The research attempts to look at many assumed impacts of social media, from filter bubbles, reshares, and amplification of political content. For many of these assumptions, the research did not confirm these. More research is needed, but we must be careful about what we assume is happening versus what actually is. The left and right have very different online experiences. This makes it challenging for platforms when there is an external expectation of being fair across the parties regarding how much content is actioned against or what is amplified because how and which content they consume is very different. Algorithms continue to change. Since this research was conducted, Facebook has changed its algorithms to reduce the amount of political content and show more unconnected content. Algorithms are always changing, and so while this is a very helpful snapshot, it is just that, a snapshot. This is why transparency is important, so researchers can continue to study how these changes affect what people read and believe. There is work yet to be done. No company, especially Facebook, should take this research as an excuse not to do this work. I'm breathing a small sigh of relief, but the threats are still there. They are ever-changing, and social media still plays a role. A note on the science cover. It's disappointing that the cover reinforces the idea that social media causes echo chambers when it's much more nuanced than that. Science describes the cover artwork this way. They are siloed and face away from each other because the architecture of platforms may facilitate echo chambers. However, while the research does show the left and right have different online experiences, as Meta points out, Nature's summary of one paper states that the findings challenge views about the extent to which the echo chambers of social media drive political polarization. Nuance matters, as this research shows. Note. This audio was an AI-generated version of my voice created by Wondercraft AI.